<laughs> Welcome to Killer Kush. A podcast where we smoke <laughs> and talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name is Lady Kuchtenberg. My pronouns are they, she. And my name's Lick Namak, and my pronouns are he, him. Welcome to episode nine. Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose. Yeah. Is our topic today. Yes. So fun. Um, but Nick, what is your vibe? My vibe this week is productivity in the maximum. I'm still carrying on my mania from last week. I created a new business this week and already fulfilled orders. And I did like five tattoos yesterday and a photo shoot yesterday for a different thing I'm working on. So just very busy, but in a good way. I know I'm going to work hard, play hard, (laughs) work hard, burn out hard later, but do good now. Yeah. You have to get it all out before November strikes. Yeah. That's like nothing will happen. You know, when you like tell yourself that you're going to start eating really healthy and then you're like, let me get McDonald's this one last time. Yeah, 100%. That was me creating, like, the first thing I was doing, and then (laughs) I just said, let me do it one more time, and then I created something else, and then one more time, and I did another thing, and now everybody's like, Nick, stop. (laughs) You're like, well, just one more time. I'm literally that man in that one documentary about McDonald's. That's me. Fast Food Nation? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the nation. (laughs) The one where he went to McDonald's every day? (laughs) (laughs) Me. Uh, Anyway. I don't know which one yeah. that was. Both of them are like the same energy. It's like, we get it. It's bad for yeah, you. Yeah, okay. Well, stop telling me. Fix it as Make it less judge. addicting like, than... Literally. We'll stop putting like whatever you put Cardboard in, there. in it. Yeah, cardboard. I don't know. Nicotine? Maybe they hide Meth? nicotine. Meth. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> My chicken. My meth, meth chicken. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Katie, what are you up to this week? What's your vibe? Uh, well, my vibe this week is, well, you know, today was a little bit harder of a week at work because one of my coworkers was sick, which is good that she was out, but no, it was just them. like, yeah, fuck, no. For being sick? Fuck you. Yeah, how could you ever take In time this off economy? of work? You took time off of work? You think your life is valuable beyond yeah. your job? Not in this corporation, it's not. Ugh, disgusting. Yeah. So yeah, that that person was missing. So that made my job more stressful, but then Tommy and I... Got tickets to go to Salem for Halloween weekend. That's so cute, dude. Yeah. What? That's so oh, fun. We're trying to convince Nick to come. So in the comments, just... Yeah, tell me to come. I, the issue is, is I'm going to Vegas. Yeah. Like 20 days before yeah. you guys are supposed to leave. But if I win big in Vegas, I'm there. Okay, cool. I'm there. If I don't win, I'm here and poor. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, and both of those options are completely valid. And someday you'll go yeah. to Salem. One day. Yeah. Maybe maybe this year. Maybe I really, that I'm one day will be soon. I'm manifesting. Yeah, maybe if we all manifest together. Let's take really, one moment and manifest. Ready? Alright, it'll definitely happen now. Yeah, also, okay, not to be like one of those people, but that did happen at 333. <laughs> A little breath. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. But I'm really excited to see like witch shit and I'm going to be, we're going to be, um, I know it's a tourist trap, but I, I still just want to see it. I know it's a tourist trap, but I'm going to be Remy the Rat and he is going to be, um, Linguini. Mm. And that's I, so good. Yeah, I got like a little crop top shorts that are fuzzy and I'm going to get like rat gloves and a that's rat so mask. That's so good. Tommy is a little ginger boy if y'all didn't know, if you haven't seen him on Instagram or anywhere. Yeah. So it just makes sense with him being Remy. I- I'm going to make him shave too. Oh, whoa, naked face, Tommy. Baby boy. Yeah, baby, little boy. That'd be really fun. Yeah, me and Nico are going as, uh, he's going to be a May Queen, and I'm going to be the bear, and then our (laughs) dogs are going to be like the forest plants. (laughs) We're doing a midsummer reenactment. But he really wanted to be the May Queen. (laughs) Like, really wanted to. When he was telling me the idea, he was like, okay, so hear me out. I'm the May Queen. Didn't even give me the option. (laughs) I was like, who let you decide this? Why am I the one being burned alive in a bear suit? So do you think that that is just because he wants to look pretty? Or do you think that there's like something psychological happening Well, first of all, there? he's always pretty. Second of all, it's definitely psychological. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like his internalized homophobia is finally ceasing. <laughs> and I will burn my boyfriend. <laughs> and I will burn my boyfriend for it and become this beautiful woman. Yeah, no, he deserves it. He deserves the no, world. No, he's so gorgeous. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be a beautiful make He's short, too. Maybe yeah. he and I'll be heels. a great bear. You'll be an amazing bear. I'll look great on fire. 
are you gonna do fi- you could get like a little fire like kanye at the concert <laughs> kanye at the concert yeah kanye yeah. at the concert apparently i didn't know i knew that he got lit on fire but i didn't know that he did like a fake remarriage to kim k on stage wait what yeah and marilyn manson was there on stage as well wait what yeah really and weird right baby Ew, that's problematic. Okay, wait. I Marilyn Manson is dating someone. Who is it? Marilyn Manson. I, I think know. he's dating Evan Rachel Wood. Really? I think so. Isn't it? Is that kind of funny? I'm googling it right now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they were only in a relationship from 2007 to 2010. Good. Yeah. That's scary, though. But yeah, they dated. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, but it's it's uh everybody's like Kanye's cult. Kanye's cult because he was kind of creating a cult with that Sunday service he was doing. Yeah. You know? And then to well It was a it, very unique cool. niche. Like it's a very Yeah, do you think he was just going for it as sort of like a statement like artistically? I think know? that he is severely mentally ill and this is feeding into a god complex that he has had previously and Kim has talked about a lot being like this is why our relationship failed is because he literally is an insane human being like has <laughs> this god be- complex that he thinks the world is literally revolving around him. And so him doing this whole God scene on stage, like, did you see the set for the show? Yeah, with, like, the building in the center yeah, trucks and everything. It looked scary. Like, he descended from the heavens. He descended from the heavens, got lit on fire, remarried his ex-wife. Like, just very weird. Did they actually get remarried? They didn't actually get remarried. I don't think so. I mean, the picture that I saw wasn't her face, but it was, like, the iconic long braid that she does, you know? Yeah. It was... She was there. Yeah. Philanise is also in our live audience today in the background. <laughs> Every day. And the mm-hmm. building was supposed to be a replica of his childhood home. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. So, do you think it's like it represents rebirth or something? Like he like wants a second chance? I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe. <laughs> I want to know if the Kim K thing's real. Yeah, though. I want to know if he actually Like I feel like that would be everywhere her. in social media. Yeah. But golly gee willikers. Yeah. That's... How much was it to go to that listening party? Um, no, it was a lot. My coworker went and he got tickets for the second row, even though it was like out of the pit. It was seven hundred dollars. You're joking? No, it was seven hundred dollars. That is for so where expensive. he was. Yeah. So. Yeah. But people who like got front row early is like a normal concert, which also is insane. But it's Kanye who is a very talented musician. And a produ- Trump like, supporter. But a Trump supporter. <laughs> I didn't say he was a good human being. Yeah. It's that whole gray line of supporting the art of the artist. And I feel like Kanye is a little bit too insane now to be su- currently supporting his art. But I do think that his old music is still very merited. Yeah, his old music is... I miss the old Kanye. I miss I the actually, old Kanye, yeah. That that's where it ends. Retweet. I miss the old Kanye. Retweet. Well... Well... Oh, you baby. know what time it is. Auga. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? Howdy, partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, while we were on our break, I introduced Katie to Kenny Chesney. Oh, no, 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 no. I introduced Katie to Willie Nelson. Yeah. And, uh, and the gay cowboy song. And the gay cowboy song. It was an excellent song. I did get bored after three minutes. Yeah, most country songs are boring. <laughs> yeah, it's like good background noise. I'd put it on to not listen to it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because it's probably interesting to people that are from the country because what else is there to see? You know, like, it kind of fits in perfect with the scape around you. It's very uh, lolling. Yeah. I Have you noticed? Okay. I've Listening. noticed that everyone has sort of been getting obsessed with the idea of not living in a city anymore which i think is super valid like but then sometimes i try to imagine like imagine just living in a country sitting in a rocking chair i could there's no one around you in you a don't heartbeat. have any technology thank you god don't do anything like i'd be so happy i'd just do be dancing all the time i, I just make dance i'd be doing all of my side gigs but it would probably be hard to market it See, but, but imagine it would be like, great. We're just completely disconnected from society. Like you just lived in the middle of nowhere. See, like, the th- I could do that at, from separating myself from people. Could give two fucks. Yeah. But 
do I have running water and electricity and plumbing? Yeah. So you've That's got my running part. water, electricity, plumbing, but you like purely farm. You can like do art. But oh, not I for love gardening. Or not for like consumerism. Like you don't play into any of that. You just exist and like maybe you go to a farmer's market to pay your utilities. Like you like get your water off? from the well. So you're talking like almost off grid. Yeah, because everyone's like, I want to live off grid. I want to live off grid. And I'm like, think about off grid. Also remember there's homophobes in those woods. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to move thing. to the country to a yeah. super liberal town no matter where you go. Exactly. Like, that That's the hard exist. part is that a lot of people <sighs> like in a heartbeat, I would move into the country from the city totally fuck yeah i would love it i would have like the land that i want i'd be able to have the animals that i want like all of my interests that i have would let me live in a country like in the country but i'm just so scared to like yeah. i know i like come across if you see me on the side of the sidewalk i always look grumpy and i have tattoos like people feel intimidated by me a lot of the time when i first meet them and it's only started people have started saying that since i've gotten a lot of tattoos That's so funny. before people were like oh you look really welcoming and then as i've gotten tattoos people are like yeah i didn't know what to think of you when i first met you i thought you were going to be mean weird and i was That's like so weird yeah it's kind of interesting but i'm yeah i'm scared that they're still going to be like it's you're you're fucking a poser you're a poser you have so yeah. many tattoos but you're a weak ass fairy bitch and then here's me like jumping in front of the bullet to save nico and trying <laughs> dramatically in this movie scene yeah so yeah i imagine it is outside of like a grocery store like the local grocery store yeah and you guys like brush fingertips and they're like excuse me excuse are you me. a faggot <laughs> do you guys kiss <laughs> Kind of walk. <laughs> no, it's so funny um, because everybody that lives in these country areas also speaking about gay people in these country areas they all are like so there's four gay people in this town. Two of them are closeted. One of them's on the edge. Like, yeah. they're like, I'm the only one that's out. But you just know the gay people around. Tag yourself. I'm one of the closeted ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the on the edge one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. some people know. Some people don't. All right. Anyway, um, we should yeah, break into yeah. it. Sorry. So, ah, bear <laughs> with me, guys. <laughs> so, Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose... I always think of the musical Gypsy, but this is not indeed that. So, Wait, was, who was the lead of that one? Patty Lapone. I, I was going to say Meryl Streep. It was definitely not Meryl Streep. Um, Cheetah wasn't in that one, was she? No, no was it no, no, no. Barbara? Story. I think it's Barbara. Barbara. And she plays Mom, Mama Rose. No, Mama that's Rose. Patty, isn't it? Well, let's see. What's I think that's Patty. Gypsy musical. And... No, these people... Natalie Wood. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ethel Merman. We were both wrong. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck Ethel was. Ethel's like the one who's like... Nah. If you heard her, you'd hear her. She could play like... um, Who's the one who's like, make the floor shine like the top of the Chrysler building? I don't know. And Annie? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know like the, the mean... She's like the... Miss <laughs> Trutchbull, but yes. the Annie version. Yeah. Miss <laughs> Anakin? Miss yeah, Hannigan. that yes. one. Ah, uh, yeah. So we talk about how Miss Honey from Matilda's sexy. Miss Honey from Matilda is kind of like she's pretty. hot. Hot. I honestly like I'm blushing a little. About <laughs> yeah, you her. are. Your your cheeks are in fact getting red. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so Dee Dee. <laughs> God. Um. So Dee Dee Blanchard is not related to uh, the Gypsy Musical at all. So she was born. <laughs> She was born Claudine Petrie in Chack Bay, Louisiana. She was born near the Gulf Coast. And she was born in 1967, and then she grew up there in Louisiana. She was one of five children. Relatives recalled that she had a habit of stealing from her family, which they speculated was a form of retaliation when things didn't go her way. So, like, from the start, she's kind of, like, a sketchy person who, like, maybe probably could have used, like, therapy or someone to, like, be like, why are you feeling these things? Mm -hmm. Needed resources that... Yeah. Because she's stealing at an early age. And in some point in her early adult life, she started working as a nurse's aide. So, her stepmother, Laura, claims that Dee Dee tried to kill her by putting weed killer in their food. And she was bedridden for, like, nine months mm. uh, during this time. So, that also was happening. And, like... They never approached authorities. They never talked to her about it. They just, like, sort of speculated that it was her. It's suggested that Dee Dee may have actually succeeded in killing her own mother, Emma, 
herself a petty thief, so her mom was a thief, uh, by starving her. So they think uh, that she killed her own mom, that she poisoned her stepmom. She's poisoned, got all this... So already became a nurse, mm-hmm. poisoned her stepmom, yeah. starved her mother. Literally. And we're about to tell a story about her child. Yep, so she is not oh, someone God. who should have a child. Oh, God. So when she was 24, she became pregnant by Rod... Uh, who was then 17. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if your name is Rodney, why do you go by Rod? <laughs> My name is Rod. I, I don't know if his what? name is Rodney. I feel like they would have been, like, Rod. Originally Roderick? named Rodney. Roderick. No. I feel like his full name's Rod. <laughs> <laughs> That's some trailer trash. Hickville type okay, shit. Get, get ready for Dee this. Dee and Rod. <laughs> they named their daughter Gypsy Rose. Because Claudine, or Dee Dee, liked the name Gypsy, and Rod was a fan of Guns and Roses. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's Trailer Trash. Oh, Trashy. no. Um, shortly before Gypsy... Gypsy Rose is a pretty name, though. It is. It... I mean, like, I don't think somebody should be named Gypsy Okay, well... due to implications, but it's a pretty name. It's also, like, they literally named the girl after that musical. Like, her name is Gypsy Rose Lee. I'm pretty sure in the musical. Really? So... It wasn't even because of the musical. It was because they liked the name Gypsy and Guns N' Roses. That's funny. Like, that is That's so funny. The That's ridiculous. sponsored by Mountain Dew. Like, straight up. Sponsored. <laughs> monster truck rallies. Um, <laughs> so... Wait, did you ever go to a monster truck rally? No, I want to so bad. Oh, I went to so many. Actually, when I was a little kid, it was really funny. Even without earphones on, like, to, like, block the noise out, I would fall asleep at monster truck rallies. Because my family went a lot. We were hicks. That's kind of fun, though. Yeah. And so all the time, they would make fun of me being like, you fell asleep again. And then at carry the me out. At the monster truck rally. At the monster truck rally, yeah. That is so cute. Yeah. But I loved it. The grave something truck was my favorite monster truck. It was, like, supposed to be the scary truck. And there was one that was a dinosaur. Oh, my God. They were so fun. Because it's the same as, like, wrestling is. There's, like, famous trucks that come to town. Wait, you're joking. Yeah, and so some occasionally there'd be like one raptor, I think, was the big dinosaur truck, and it would come. And I loved dinosaurs as a kid, so I was like, dinosaurs in trucks! Ah! <laughs> yeah. Just like, hype as shit. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Were they big? Are they actually They're large? really big, yeah. I want to see them. They're like, the wheel is bigger than a human. I've seriously like, never really even seen a monster truck before. In person, ever? Yeah, no, never. Only oh in, like, my god! And things. Yeah, they're crazy, especially when they like flip over because they would do stunts and Shit. things like jump on ramps, jump over cars, smash cars, like. What the fuck do people it was die so fun. doing that? Oh, probably. Damn. I'm assuming rarely though. Like they're built to withstand obviously every all of their tricks. They're yeah. very like they roll. They roll kind of mm. because the wheels are so big. It's like if something was. 70% wheel and 30% carriage, you know? Yeah. Anyway, back well. to back to Hickville. So, shortly before Gypsy Rose was born in July 1991, the couple separated when Rod realized he got married for the wrong reasons, and he resisted Dee Dee's efforts to get him to return, so she took Gypsy to go live with her family. And according to Rod, who remained involved with his daughter at this point, by the time Gypsy was three months old, Dee Dee convinced him that the infant suffered from sleep apnea and began taking her to the hospital, where they had repeated overnight stays with a sleep monitor and they found no sign of the condition. Even though she was saying yeah. that the baby I was suffering like from sleep apnea. I feel like that anxiety, though, probably happens a lot. Like, I know a yeah. lot of mothers won't sleep when their baby... Like, my uncle actually died of SIDS. Oh. Yeah, and so my, I'm supposed to have an uncle that's older than my dad, but he died of SIDS when he was a baby. Cause it's like, it's a common thing, you know? And so I feel like a lot of mothers are like, I must stay awake every single second to watch my baby sleep to make sure they're still breathing. Yeah. You know? And if you're in a delusional state, like we talked in the yeah. Russian sleep experiment of like what happens when you don't sleep for so long or you don't get rest. Yeah. I think those hallucinations or those paranoias can manifest in a lot of different ways. Yeah, but... You know, so I don't really blame her for this one, but the fact that she is a nurse, she should know better. Exactly, and when it came back that, like, the baby was sleeping and that there wasn't a sign of sleep apnea, she didn't trust the doctors, and she would just, like, any doctor who didn't give her an opinion that she liked, she would just, like, disgrace them and then move on to a different doctor Mm. and say, like, that they lost the records or something. So Mm. she obviously was just sort of... She was making things up, it would seem. At that point, her mother claimed that Gypsy had muscular dystrophy and made her use a walker. 
And Gypsy stated that when she was seven or eight, she was riding on her grandfather's motorcycle when they were involved in a minor accident. So she just had like a knee injury, but her mother stated that the doctors had given her a wheelchair, which she would need to use for the rest of her life. So even though she had just hurt her knee, Gypsy's mom was like, oh, you broke your legs. You have to use this wheelchair for the rest of your life. That is insane. Yeah, and this girl is like seven or eight, so she's like, well, you're all I know. Probably I've been manipulated a lot. So a very clouded perspective. Yeah. So um, Gypsy often went with her parents to the Special Olympic events. In 2001, when Dee Dee claimed Gypsy was eight, when she was actually 10, she was named Honorary Queen of Mid-City, which was like a a parade that they held during Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So they went to the Special Olympics and... Even though she didn't it's, have any yeah, sort of... Yeah, she's not even, like... Yeah, she didn't have any sort of disability. Like, she was completely, whoa. like... Like, she didn't have any illnesses. She just was a kid who was being manipulated. Yeah, that's so horrible. Yeah, and also... And unfair. And also, that's really bad for your body. Yeah, because she's like, not moving. And at uh-huh. some point, her mom even did put her on drugs that would, like, mimic effects of real illnesses which if you're taking drugs for something that doesn't it hurts your body so much like whoa insane abuse yeah insane abuse yeah disgusting Um, fuck you dd gypsy seems to have stopped going to school after second grade possibly as early as kindergarten her mother homeschooled after that supposedly because she was too sick her illnesses were too severe Mm. so gypsy managed to read on her own using the harry potter books uh written by an anonymous author <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you're a turf, J.K. Rowling. Well, turf. Gypsy's father, Rod, had remarried. Dee Dee moved in with her father and stepmother. So that was during that time. She also started poisoning her stepmother, and she was arrested for several minor offenses. So that included writing bad checks. So when the Petries began to regularly confront her about the treatment of Gypsy and expressed their suspicion in the role of her stepmother's health, she left with Gypsy for. Sidel? Slittle? <laughs> uh, is that a town? Yeah, Slittle. Okay. It's in Alabama, I want to say. Oh, God, of course she's moving to Alabama. <laughs> yeah, so her stepmother's health returned to normal as soon as they moved. So <laughs> Not she... suspicious at all. Yeah, and they didn't talk to anyone about it. They were just like, oh, take your child and leave. My yeah. health is mysteriously better. Better, yeah. Oh, what? it's almost like... There was a dink there. Yeah. And maybe she has a child that you should help. Help. (laughs) Not just stand by and witness. Literally. mm, Anyways. So when they moved, she and Gypsy lived in public housing, and they paid their bills with Rod's child support payments and public assistance that Dee Dee had been granted due to her daughter's supposed medical conditions. They spent most of their time visiting various specialists, mostly in children's hospitals and the, like, Tulane Medical Center. Does Rod agree or disagree with this whole situation? Rod is very disconnected, so... So, like, doesn't know if his daughter's disabled? He, no, he doesn't... I don't think he really inquired, and he was so young, because if you think of their age difference, Dee Dee was 24 and he was 17. Yeah, true. So, during this time, like, he probably just wanted to escape that relationship, and mm-hmm. had, and she'd been kind of, like, manipulative to him, too, I imagine. You of know, course, with that yeah. age dynamic, but also, she was taking her to doctors and stuff, so he's probably suspicious. Believing, and she's like, a nurse. Yeah, exactly. And if you're that young, like... Yeah. They're going to believe that this mother with a nurse, that is a nurse, is going to take the best care of her child. Yeah. And even if he was suspicious, do you think Dee Dee's family would communicate all the things that had been happening within their family to him? You know, like, did yeah, he know that to a her stepmother figure. had been poisoned or anything like that? Yeah. You know? Claudine claimed that Gypsy also suffered from hearing and vision problems. So they did a muscular biopsy, which found no sign of muscular dystrophy that Dee Dee had insisted that Gypsy had, but she was still successful in securing treatment for her daughter's other issues. She told the doctors that Gypsy had seizures several times um, every few months, so they prescribed anti-seizure medication, and several surgeries were performed on her during this time. She regularly took Gypsy to the emergency room for minor ailments. God... After Hurricane Katrina devastated the area in August 2005, 
Claudine and Gypsy left their ruined apartment for a shelter in Covington set up for individuals with special needs. Claudine... Okay, they're literally taking so much space from disabled people. That's the other thing. They're literally taking all... They're taking financial assistance when they also are getting... They're getting $1,200 in child support money, which I feel like that's not quite enough, but it's still something and you're taking away financial benefits from people who actually are struggling that need it yeah Yeah. this is fucking ridiculous along with like winning crowns at like the special olympics and yeah they they get a free trip from these experiences and resources away from the people that they're supposed to be for is fucking disgusting and you're doing it alongside severely abusing your daughter yeah what the actual fuck like horrible human being it's so fucked up Mm. she was main character though um, while you're talking, though, I realized that I have an aunt, Dee Dee, and I just want to say I was really scared of her as a kid. <laughs> For no reason, though. Aunt Dee Dee, who is our listener. No, no, now, she like, she's such an amazing human being. So sweet, so funny. I saw her in Florida when I was in high school because she moved to Florida. And I was like, oh, my God, you're a great lady. And my mom was like, she used to let me get away with anything. Like, mm-hmm. one day I, like dragged me and my cousin Tykel dragged spices from and one of them was onion powder and she's severely allergic to onions Mm -hmm. and we like poured spices from the kitchen to the bathtub because we're making a soup in the bathtub (laughs) I did so many fucked up things at her house but she never was like mean to me ever but I would always Mm -hmm. like cry when I was going over there and I think it's because like I just wanted to spend time with my mom I really love my mom as like a young child yeah of course you did but I was like (laughs) Oh my God! Don't take me to Dee Dee's. Fool! I don't want to go to Aunt Dee Dee's. But she was such an amazing human being. Sorry, just weird to think about because I was like Dee Dee, and then I was like, wait, wait why is that like, know, ringing Dee Dee? such a bell with me? Is she still alive? Yeah, she is. She's like my mom's age, so she's like younger, middle aged still. Okay, so they're very sweet. If, Aunt Dee Dee, if you're listening to this, hey girlie, miss Hi, you. Aunt, Hope Hi, you're Aunt doing Dee Dee. well. Hi, Aunt Dee Dee. You are the best, Dee Dee. Because yeah, it seems this other like, one yeah. it just is not cutting it. So you know. Anyway, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> After Hurricane Katrina devastated the area, they left their ruined apartment for shelter in Covington, and then Claudine, or Dee Dee, said that Gypsy's medical records, including her birth certificate, had been destroyed in the flood. A doctor there from Ozark suggested that they relocate to her native Missouri, and after the next month, they were airlifted there. So they lived in a rented home in Aurora in the southwest area of the state. And in 2008, Habitat for Humanity built them a small home with a wheelchair ramp and a hot tub as part of a larger project on the north side of Springfield to the east, and they moved there. The story of a single mother with a severely disabled daughter forced to flee Katrina's devastation received considerable local media attention, and the community often pitched in to help the woman who now went by Claudinia Blanchard, by whom they knew as Dee Dee. Wait, was it, isn't the house, like, bright pink? Is it? Yeah, I think oh. it's, like, literally bright. Google a picture of it. I'm pretty of sure it's the... bright pink, and the fence is painted, like, rainbow or something. That's kind of... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Dee Dee had this thing with trying to make it look like a dollhouse because she wanted oh, weird. Gypsy to be, like, a living doll. That is so fucking crazy oh now it's painted but yeah it is pink weird weird okay yeah wild right (laughs) yeah and it's kind of fucked up that they like built it for them you know like that's also something taking another resource Resource. yeah and then the outpouring of support included many charitable contributions and also a lot of the public would help them they would just like pitch in and give them money because they felt bad for them and they really admired Dee Dee and thought she was a really good person well yeah she's such like she's putting on such a face this whole time you know exactly um and they also had occasional stays in the Ronald McDonald houses during medical appointments. They received free flights to see doctors in better hospitals, like in Kansas City. They got free trips to Walt Disney World and backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts, where they were frequently photographed with the singer via the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's funny. They were, like, living the life. Via the Make-A-Wish? What? Yes. Well, and that's... So I saw a picture on Tumblr, because I didn't know this story very well, but I saw a picture on Tumblr... That was just, like, someone who had gone to Disney World and had a picture of the mother and daughter in the back. Mm. Dee Dee and Gypsy were just in the back. That's insane. Which is crazy. And she was probably 16 at the time, Mm -hmm. but she was telling everyone that she was 14. Yeah. So many more years younger. Yeah, there's uh, the show The Act kind of talks about all of that stuff. 
and I haven't finished it, but yeah. just seeing like a reenactment of what their life would look like together is very interesting because it's like well documented, yeah. you know. There's a documentary too on HBO that's mm-hmm. Mommy Dead and Dearest. Yeah. Which I watched some of that. But is that like all fictional, the act? Or like a reenactment? It's really? like written based on true. You know, it's yeah. one of those where it's like definitely probably like fictionalized and some fictionalized ways. a little more dramatic but it's good yeah <laughs> i mean it's an interesting KDI story <laughs> no i was thinking about it i was like yeah i fuck with those shows yeah <laughs> i love like anything that's sort of like have you seen sharp objects Mm-mm. that is very similar where it's um munchausen's by proxy syndrome okay sort of where it's like a mother who is sort of well i'm not gonna give anything else away i'm sorry <laughs> but you should watch it it's very very good What's it on? It's on HBO. I'm a slut for HBO. Munchausen's is what again? Um, it's what Dee Dee is doing here, basically. Like, making yeah, yeah, people okay, think okay. that your kid is sick and, like, convincing oh, them so that they're sick. Oh, so she does it to a kid as well? Or, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's, you make someone look sick and then you receive, like, pity and support from people and that, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a mental illness, essentially. Yeah. It's like you like the pity and support from everyone, so you just continue hurting and manipulating other people and taking care of them, and you mm. like taking care of someone mm. and feeling like you're needed. Yeah, so. like that value, that worthiness. Yeah, mm. yeah. So they had all these cool trips, you know, all these things that they did, and Rod also continued to make monthly child supports of uh, child support payments of child 1, supports. <laughs> child supports. <laughs> he sent children to support them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Sending Dee Dee more children, her being like, "Yeah, yeah send like, them to me, Rodney." She runs a hospital. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. Send them my way, Roderick. Um, <laughs> so he also sent gifts to Gypsy and occasionally talked to her on the phone. During one call on her 18th birthday, he recalls Dee Dee telling him not to mention her daughter's real age since she thinks she's 14. She's- what the actual fuck? And he was just like, oh, well, you know, Dee Dee has said that she is mentally, like, younger or, like, she's developmentally behind yeah. in some ways. But she wasn't. She was just 18. Ugh. And she was being manipulated. Which is crazy. It's one of those things of this nature versus nurture. Like, I think how Dee Dee took care of Gypsy ended up, co- I mean, it did cause her a lot of issues. But, like, yeah. just developmentally did stunt her, you know? Yeah, like, well, because if you take someone out of school, you're not being socialized in the same way. Exactly. And when everyone is, like, telling you that you're not capable of doing something or you're being told that you have Mm -hmm. had cancer from a young age, so the reason why you don't remember it is because you were very young when you got it. Yeah. Like, they... And Dee Dee would shave her head and be like, it's better to shave it now because the meds that you take are going to make you lose your hair anyway. Exactly, which is insane. Like... Yeah. What? Although it would have been badass if she would have got a head tattoo. She still could. She still could. She still could. She's not bald now, is she? Um, no, probably not. I think she's hair. She actually looked re- really pretty when I saw a picture of her. Good. Does she still have fucked up teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, I'll get to it. So, you know, they had that sketchy-ass phone call where Dee Dee deadass told Rod, if I heard that, I would go to the cops. Also, I just yeah, want to say, so I'm just like, don't tell or her how old she actually is. contacted, like, the Department of Child Services. Yeah. It's know? sketchy as hell. So, Rod and his second wife regularly hoped to get to Springfield and visit, but for a variety of reasons, Dee Dee would always change plans. And she told the neighbors in Springfield that Gypsy's father was an abusive drug addict and alcoholic who never came to terms with his daughter's health issues and never sent them any money. So she's also lying. He's sending money. He's trying to visit. Like, he's staying in contact. That's insane. Yeah. She literally just manipulates so many perspectives. It's like cult leader level manipulation totally you know like she definitely could have had a cult if she would have gone that way instead just because she somehow is transforming all of these views into different like avenues of how to get her daughter to like get these treatments how to get these how to get this money how to get this house like yeah is major gaslight (laughs) No, she's convincing doctors. Which is insane. And entire communities and her family. Insane. She's convincing everyone. It's fucked Wait, up. girl boss, gatekeep gaslight. Obviously, Dee Dee's feeling gaslighty. I think I'm feeling kind of 
I don't know. I think maybe Girl Boss. I literally have read, I started a book two days ago and I am 240 pages through it. Is it Warrior Cats? No, it's, n- mm, oh, it's, I was telling you about it last night. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we were, va- if we were villains, Valens, if we were villains, so it's about these teens who go to like a Shakespeare conservatory. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in college, so it's like Shakespeare conservatory. They're in their fourth year. There's only eight of them. And then, like, you know, some shit goes down, one of them dies, and it's sort of like a murder mystery thing. Yeah, very Clue, Phantom of the Opera. Uh, yeah, it's it's so... Suspiria. A little, a little search party. A little yeah. search party. Mm-hmm. And you start the book knowing that, like, the main character gets arrested, but mm. you don't, like, know what for. And it's definitely... There's some queer baiting. Like, every time, oh. like, there's, like, these two best friends, and he's like, why did I feel so comfortable waking up next to him? And I'm like, oh, my God, you're gay, so if you don't... you're a faggot, so. If you don't kiss, I'm seriously gonna cry. But, yeah. So I'm feeling kind of girl boss because I whipped through that book, dude. I was Hell like, fucking yeah. I'm feeling girl bossy as well, though. Yeah. I've just been crushing it. You have. You've been doing a lot. Crushing it. Yeah. So you're killing it, dude. I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah. You're the cutest little girl boss on the block. Oh, thank yeah. you. That's so sweet. <laughs> you're the baldest girl boss I've ever met. That's so sweet. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so many people who met Gypsy said they were charmed by her. She was five foot tall, five feet tall. She was nearly <laughs> toothless, had large glasses, and a childlike voice which reinforced the perception that she had all the problems her mother said she did. She often wore wigs or hats to cover her baldness, as her mother regularly shaved her head to mimic the hairless appearance of chemotherapy. And when they left the house, Didi would often take an oxygen tank and feeding tube with them. Gypsy was fed the children's liquid nutrition supplement, PediaSure, well into her 20s. What the fuck? I was thinking about that, though, and I was like, well, I mean, at least she was getting some nutrients yeah but like picture just eating liquid through a tube when you don't have to through a tube yeah i enjoy food so much without food i would have been dead already probably you know like it's one of my few well, joys in like life scientifically speaking yes well, without i'm food. talking <laughs> about my love of food it is something that keeps me alive you know i'm like yeah, yeah. i'll live another day to have a mango mochi you know yeah, like no totally some foods are just make make it worth it if i was eating out of a tube girl my second mental breakdown in high school would have been ko'd you should make a monkey bread with chocolate chips and banana. <laughs> Just a suggestion. Okay, God, place an order. Me creating another no, side gig. I, <laughs> he's saying it as a joke, but he's not joking. My brain just started turning. I started doing the math. I was like, names, B, B, baking, baking. <laughs> <laughs> what if you just started like a really tiny like strip mall? Small business. And just had a bunch of managers for all your different side hustles. Honestly? Yeah tattooing easy well actually probably doing tattooing and food in the same place would be hard yeah well, it's a strip mall though so separated by walls well you could have like a you could make recipes right and then you could hand them off to a manager who would make it for you and then like well no because then you're a business owner <laughs> yeah i would own so many business i'd be a business yeah. mogul yeah Ooh. i'd be kylie jenner 2.0 yeah philanise snore is snoring in the yeah. background slumped in my bed yeah <laughs> So, Dee Dee also used physical abuse to control her daughter. She would always hold her hands in the presence of others, and whenever Gypsy said something that either suggested she was not genuinely sick or seemed above her purported mental capacities, Gypsy recalls that her mother would give her hand a very tight squeeze, so every time she said something wrong, like, they would, she would squeeze her hand. When the two were alone, Dee Dee would strike her with an open hand or a coat hanger. So, Did your mom ever do, the, do that hand squeeze? Um, n- no, well... My mom's a lot more bold than that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, literally, literally. Yeah. My mom, too. Did, you, did your mom do the hand squeeze? She did the hand squeeze. She also gave me a look. She also would yell at me in public. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Go off. Kelly went off as a as a young parent. She How just didn't. She? I was a demon child, though. She was, I mean, 24 when she had me, I think. Yeah. But, like, 26 and having two kids yeah, and having me be literal Satan. Like, one time we were in a McDonald's and I was acting up and there was a police officer sitting at the table behind us. And I told my mom, I was like, you right, you can't hit me. There's a police officer right there. And she looked at me and she was like, and they can take you, okay? If they see me, okay, what? <laughs> they, can, they can have you. That is so She was sad. like, act right. I don't fucking care. 
And that's who I am today. I, that's why I'm here today. <laughs> and now I'm here. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Made it. Lick Namak. Lick Namak. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Lely Kamak. Le- does she listen? Lely does listen. Oh, Lely. We love you. Love you, you Lely. Bestie. Bestie. See you soon. So some of the medical procedures that she continued to have as she aged were that her salivary, uh, salivary, (laughs) salivary, saliva, her saliva glands, uh, were treated with Botox and then extracted (gasps) to control her, uh, her drooling, which Gypsy later claimed that her mother had induced the drooling by taking, um, an anesthetic to numb her gums before the doctor visits. Whoa. And the lack of salivary glands, salivary, (laughs) salmonberry. Yeah, you got it. That's perfect. Yeah. Coupled with side effects of the anti-seizure medication she was given caused Gypsy's teeth to decay to the oh point that they had to be taken out and replaced with a bridge. Insane. Yeah. So one doctor became suspicious. Uh, his name was Bernardo Flasterstein, and he was a pediatric neurologist who saw Gypsy in Springfield. And he said that he didn't think that she had muscular dystrophy, and he ordered MRIs and blood tests, which found no abnormalities. So he approached Dee Dee and said, I don't see any reason why she can't walk. And he just, after that, she stopped seeing him, and he noted that Dee Dee was not a good historian, and contacted Gypsy's old doctors, um, who undermined her self-diagnosis and said that actually the records hadn't been destroyed by the floods. So we found out that, like, basically... Getting caught up. Getting caught up. Yeah, so basically she was lying, and he suspected the possibility of Munchausen's uh, syndrome by proxy, what we talked about. Yes. So Dee Dee was contrived to gain access to Felderstein's notes and subsequently stopped taking Gypsy to see him. But he didn't follow up. Like, Bernard wasn't like, oh, you know, this is kind of fucked up. I should call social services. He just Mm -hmm. didn't say anything. Um, he talked to other doctors who told them uh, told him to treat the pair with golden gloves and doubted the authorities would believe him anyway. Which wow. I don't know what the fuck treat them with golden gloves mean, huh? Yeah. Like, you all kind of don't think that this is true and you're just fucking gonna let it happen? Like, Anyway. Um, in 2009, an anonymous caller told the police they suspected Dee Dee was using different names and birth dates for herself and her daughter and suggested that Gypsy was in better health than they claimed. Officers who performed... I want to know why nobody has called DHS on her. Like... The who? Department Home Services. The, the like, child people that come oh, yeah. and, like, do investigations and well, interviews and decide if this parent is abusing this child because they would see that she was. Like, it's not that hard to point to these details. Yeah. I honestly Especially think... if somebody's finally whistleblowing it. But what, was he whistleblowing it? You know, the doctor kind of didn't say anything and it wasn't until this anonymous call came in. Yeah. I don't even know if people were close enough to them to like view the situation with anything more than pity. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <sighs> in 2009, though, the anonymous caller called and the police went and checked to sort of do that wellness check, I suppose. Um, but the officers who performed the wellness check accepted Dee Dee's explanation that she under that she used the misinformation to make it harder for abusive ex-husband to find her in Gypsy. So she was just changing the birth certificate information and names just to hide from her ex-husband who was abusive. Even though Rod wasn't abusive, they were still in contact. And I literally don't think that's legal is it you can't change your birth certificate date no but they were like oh whatever you know if what? you're hiding from your abusive ex i imagine she was really like gaslighty bro i want to expert gaslighter talking to that woman i want to i would not want to talk to that woman ever oh she would I'd give spit such crazy mom vibes you know I'd when look you're around a mom who's crazy and you can feel the vibes oh yeah she would give off she would radiate those fucking vibes yeah they're kind of scary yeah they are but they uh closed the file without further exploration mm. So, Dee Dee seems to have forged at least one copy of her daughter's birth certificate, moving her birth date to 1995 to bolster claims that she was still a teenager. Gypsy said in later interviews that for 15 years she was not sure of her real age. She sometimes also claimed that the original had been destroyed during the post-Katrina flooding. Uh, Dee Dee did keep another copy of Gypsy's actual birth date, and her daughter recalls seeing it during one of their hospital visits and became super confused, and Dee Dee told her it was a misprint. 
What the but fuck? Also gaslighting. Yeah, every time she gets caught up, she somehow gets out of it so easy. Yeah, literally. She's so just like, easy. well, uh, no, this is this. Yeah. And no one thinks to question it. And I think her being a nurse really does have a huge play in, like, these doctors and thing- people believing her. Well, but now there's all these nurses who aren't getting vaccinated. So I'm like, do we trust nurses? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Like, what does... Or the nurses that have used their voice to be like, COVID's fake, but literally are working in areas that COVID's greatly affecting, and is just using that as propaganda, being like, look, I'm a nurse, and COVID's not real. That's horrible and misleading and disgusting. Yeah, and it is, I don't know, I respect nurses and medical professionals, but I do think... Not if you're an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day... Two people could get a degree in something and there's going to be one that's like, I don't know, good at it and like an actual good nurse and someone who like believes in science and isn't like racist, you yeah. know, and like doesn't like not believe women when they're in pain, you know, and Literally. then there's going to be the other one who's like, COVID isn't real. I got this degree and I got this job as a hospice nurse. Yeah. So. <laughs> so she was sort of that vibe. Um, yeah, she, she was the latter. <laughs> yeah. Dee Dee went to these fantasy and science fiction festivals um, or conventions more, sometimes in costumes, and she could blend in even in her wheelchair. And she started doing that in 2001. So she That's went fun. to those regularly. Yeah. At an event in 2011, she made what might have been another escape attempt that ended when her mother found her in a hotel room with the man she had met online. So Uh, Gypsy ran away with uh this man at a convention, which is kind of cute. I think that's kind of cute. And again, Dee Dee produced the paperwork giving Gypsy's false younger birth date and threatened uh, to inform the police because the guy was older. Gypsy recalls that afterwards, Dee Dee smashed her computer with a hammer and threatened to do the same to her fingers if she ever tried to escape again. Fucking insane. Yeah, and she kept Gypsy leashed and handcuffed to her bed for two weeks. Leashed. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Dee Dee later told Gypsy that she had filed paperwork with the police claiming that Gypsy was mentally incompetent, leading Gypsy to believe that if she attempted to go to the police for help, they would not believe her. Sometime around 2012, Gypsy, who continued to use the internet after her mother had gone to bed to avoid her supervision, made contact with Nicholas Godajon. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I'll say that. Does he spell it like mine, or is it spelled the stupid way? Uh, it's spelled the stupid way. Ugh, if you're a Nicholas in the world, you literally deserve death, okay? I don't know about all that. (laughs) It's funny because I'm dating a boy named Nicholas. And you're Nicholas. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> but she met this man, Nicholas John. He was around her age, and he was in Big Bend, Wisconsin. And she said that they met on a Christian singles group or website. He had some issues of his own. He had a criminal record for indecent exposure and a history of mental illness, sometimes reported as dissociative identity disorder, and he had Asperger's syndrome. So... Oh. Yeah, they met on the internet, though. They hit it off. They talked a lot. And in 2014... This makes sense, though, because she's finding somebody that she's like, hey, here are all these things that are supposedly wrong with me. And he's like, hey, here are these things that I have. We're so much similar. We're so similar to each other, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And also, he believes her. Yeah. You know? And they develop trust. Exactly. And they're around the same age. And I imagine, like... I think that something that I've noticed with, like, my sister, because she is Mm -hmm. disabled, she has Sturge Weber syndrome, is, like, there's a lot of othering that happens to people who have conditions that are beyond understanding. Yeah. So I think, like, every day we can experience that with mental illness. It's Mm -hmm. really hard to explain anxiety to someone who doesn't understand. Exactly. But... We, we as humans, if you can't empathize or understand what someone's going through, you're just going to, like, distance yourself and think it's mm-hmm. weird. Because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, which happens to people with disabilities a lot. You yeah. know, like, we use really othering terms often. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't empathize. We're not really, like, there's separate classrooms sometimes. Yeah. You know, things like that, where it's like, I imagine both of them were ostracized in some way. So mm-hmm. there was that connection. Yeah. But in 2014, Gypsy confided in her neighbor, who, uh, her name was Aaliyah. And she was unaware that Gypsy was close to her own age and considered herself a big sister to Gypsy. So Gypsy told her that her and Goda John had discussed eloping and even chosen future names for what their children. What does eloping children. actually mean? I've never... I am 22 years old and do not know what eloping means. I feel like eloping would... Isn't it just getting married, married? at court? I thought it was running away together for a while and then I was like, is it having sex after marriage? Eloping. 
What is it? What is Eloping, the definition? Define. I feel like it's just. Oh, it's running away in order to secretly get married, especially without parents' consent. Oh. Oh, I thought it was just like a very quick marriage, but that I guess yeah. that makes sense. I never needed a definition. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So if you ever get secretly married, it's eloping. The more you know. <laughs> That's right. We still have a sound box. I just forgot about it for a while. <laughs> so Gypsy had five separate Facebook accounts, and go to her and go to John flirted online, and their exchanges were sometimes um, using BDSM elements which Gypsy claimed she liked, um, and he was, but he was more interested in them. Like, he really Sexy. liked the BDSM stuff. But then you think about the fact that she was changed to a bed by her mom, and it's like, I don't know if that's maybe the best yeah, time vibe. to do that. I've talked to you about my theory between spicy food and BDSM, right? If you like spicy food, you like BDSM? Yeah, I want, an, I want to run a study and see the scale and see where outliers are and see if there's a pattern or not. Yeah. Between spi- enjoying spiciness and enjoying BDSM it on is- levels, though. Like, I want I want to give percentages, That's give a range. so doable. You should do that. Yeah. Because spice is a pain. Like, spice isn't a flavor we experience. It's a pain. Mm. So it's yeah, exactly. Like- That's why I'm curious in it, because that means that you enjoy pain. Yeah. Damn. And it's like, still, sexual pain is different, but do mm. you enjoy... Does that pain register sexual yeah. responses? Is there a correlation? Yeah. Like, what... That's interesting. But also, is there people who hate spicy food but are, like, kinky as shit in bed? You know, like, that's another option. And is that an outlier or is that normal as well? Yeah. You know, like, well, I, I want to know if there's a correlation or Kinky not. is so hard to, dis- like, you have to be really specific when describing, like, kinky or, like, outlining, kinky, yeah. defining it, kind of. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to, like, make sure that they were all, like, strapped in the same way or went through the same experience. Yeah. And, like, use, like, a, that'd be kind well, of, Well, I think it would it. be, like, descriptive Your eighth terms. business. <laughs> yeah, in the strip mall, one of them's a testing facility for kinkiness and spiciness. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, the Welcome. Instagram. <laughs> the Instagram. <laughs> Whip noise. Literally. <laughs> like, just whipping a pepper. So, Gypsy, you know, told this plan, said she was going to go get eloped, and then her neighbor <laughs> said, you know, you don't, shouldn't do that. You're too young. You're probably being taken advantage of. Because how old of. is she right now? Well, she's like 23, but she's being, everyone's convinced that she's like 16. Okay. So, y- you know, they're, she's worried about her, worried that um, she's being taken advantage of. And she considers Gypsy's plans just fantasies and dreams and, like, nothing would ever actually take place. So, despite Dee Dee's efforts to prevent her from using the internet, which went as far as destroying her daughter's phone and laptop, Gypsy remained in contact with Godajan, who saved printouts of her posts until 2014. Like, screenshots? Yeah, he Cute. printed it out. He took pictures, screenshots of their chats, and then printed them out. That's kind of weird. Kind of weird, kind of cute. I don't know. The next <laughs> year, Gypsy arrived and paid for go to John to meet her mother in Springfield. Her plan was to just bump into him while she and Dee Dee were at a movie theater, both of them in costume, and apparently strike up a relationship that day, and then she would introduce him to her mother so that they had an in-person relationship versus an online one. But as soon as they did meet in person for the first time, go to John said that Gypsy led him to the bathroom where the two had sex. And the two continued their internet interactions and began developing their plan to kill Dee Dee. So, go to John returned to Springfield in June 2015, arriving while Gypsy and her mother were away at a doctor's appointment. After they had returned home and Dee Dee had gone to sleep, he went to the Blanchard house and Gypsy allowed him in and allegedly gave him duct tape, gloves, and a knife, uh, understanding that he would use it to murder Dee Dee. She hid in the bathroom and covered her ears so that she would not have to hear her mother's screams. And gruesome warning and trigger warning, um, sexual assault. Go to John then stabbed Dee Dee 17 times in her back while she was asleep. And according to Good. an HBO documentary, he uh, wanted to rape Dee Dee's dead body. But Gypsy made a deal with him and said that he could have sex with her instead. And he said that it was all consensual, uh, but Gypsy said that it did stop being consensual after a point. So, oh, no. yeah, the two had sex in Gypsy's room, and then they took $4,000 in cash that Dee Dee had been keeping in the house, mostly from her ex husband's child support checks. And they fled to a motel outside Springfield, where they stayed for a few days planning their next move. During that time, they were seen on several security cameras at several local stores. I'm kind of wait. I'm kind of glad that they killed her. 
Mm, yeah. Can I, I mean, say that? She got is to that, escape. Is that bad to say? No. Her family literally said that. And I'm also, like, kind of glad it wasn't her that killed her. Yeah. Because... So that she didn't have to... It is like, well, she got her boyfriend to kill her, which is... And, like, I mean, yeah. what was her other option to get out? Yeah, and she nobody didn't have was believing anything. Her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what in her uh, and also because of the stunted mentality that she probably had because she wasn't socialized the same way that a lot of people are, and she was only under her mom's like views. She definitely only saw that as like an only way out. Yeah, totally. It was and either the, her having to do it or her finding somebody else to well, do it. Being told the police wouldn't believe you. Exactly. It's just yeah. Yeah, she thought that they were going to get away with it. Gypsy said that at that point she believed that they'd managed to get away with the crime. And they mailed the murder weapon back to go to John's house in Wisconsin to avoid being caught with it. Then took a bus there. And several witnesses saw the pair on their way to the Greyhound station and noted that Gypsy wore a blonde wig and was walking unassisted. Yes, serving. Literally, Can we talk she about said, she's living like her Lady Gaga moment. She is serving. No, definitely. She finally has freedom. She's getting to Whoa. walk. In Gypsy public. putting on a meat suit. I'm so excited. <laughs> she said, yeah, I'm blonde. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm rich. rich. <laughs> and I'm a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> um, so after seeing a concerning Facebook status posted from Dee Dee's account, it was like, the bitch is dead or something like that. It was like very Thank short. God. Yeah. <laughs> Here's me, care, reacting to the post. <laughs> Literally. Okay. You're like, good. <laughs> they were like, is this? <laughs> Who is this? Gypsy? Gypsy's a bitch or what's happening? Who? <laughs> um, <laughs> so the Blanchard's friends suspected something wasn't right. And when phone calls went unanswered, several people went to the house. Uh, they knew that the two often left for medical trips unannounced, but they saw that uh, Dee Dee's Nissan Cube molded <laughs> Wait, she to, had a cube yeah it was it was modified That's so good to hold gypsy's wheelchair <laughs> oh yeah isn't that kind of sick yeah <laughs> nissan cube um they saw that it was still in the driveway making that explanation unlikely so they couldn't see inside there was protective film over the windows which is also super fucking sketchy and no one answered the door so they called 911 when the police arrived they had to wait for a search warrant but one of the neighbors just sort of like climbed through the window and he (laughs) saw inside that the house was largely undisturbed and all of gypsy's wheelchairs were still there when the warrant was issued police entered the house and found Dee's body a gofundme account was set up to pay for her funeral expenses and possibly gypsies all of whom the Blanchards feared the worst for, because even if she hadn't been harmed, they believed she would be helpless without her wheelchair, medications, and support. Because they thought she got stolen. Literally. They were like, she got kidnapped, she doesn't have any of her medicine, she doesn't have a wheelchair, she's in danger. You know, her mom is dead. But the neighbor, who was among those people on the Blanchard's lawn, told the police what she knew about Gypsy and her secret online boyfriend, and she showed them the printouts she had saved, which included his name. So the police asked Facebook to trace the IP address and the posts from Dee Dee's account, and it was from Wisconsin. They oh, traced damn. it to Wisconsin. Yeah. Got got. Where they were. The next day. This is like Gypsy's time to shine to, to see if she learned how to gaslight from her mom. You know, like this like, is like her moment out of the nest. Here's the thing. Okay, so literally they go to their house, and as soon as they knocked on the door, and they were like, "Hey, your mom's like, we found your mom dead." She like began to cry and was like. Good. oh my god like she's dead and they Good. were like you're we're taking you into custody and she was like you think i did it so they thought that she might be a sociopath as well or have some sort of like socialization that led to those sociopathic or manipulative tendencies yeah. and a psychologist like talked about it later when she was being uh, tried and was like in all honesty like she didn't learn any other language besides manipulation and abuse so yeah. where was that was what, all what she knew how to you use. expect yeah yeah so they take them under custody and they take them back to springfield where they were extradited and held on one million bond and it was big news uh the sheriff the county sheriff green county pig uh, said that things are not pig. always what they appear and the media soon reported the truth of the Blanchard's lives, that Gypsy had never been sick and had always been able to walk, and her mother had made her pretend otherwise. And the sheriff urged people not to donate any more money to the family because people were still donating. And after this disclosure of how Dee Dee had treated Gypsy over all those years, sympathy for her as the victim of a violent murder rapidly shifted to her daughter as a long-term victim of child abuse. While the charge of first-degree murder can carry the death penalty under Missouri law or life without parole, 
County Prosecutor Dan Patterson. Um, the movie Patterson's really good. The movie Patterson is really good with Adam yeah. Driver. Adam Driver, yeah. he's got a weird nose, but... Hold on, can we talk for a second? Do you know how much money she got in the GoFundMe? I don't know. No. I'm just thinking about it. There's this thing that if a body goes unclaimed, then it gets cremated and put in a black box and sent to the coroner. And the coroners just have, like, a room of black boxes that are just, like, unclaimed, cremated bodies. And I wish that happened to her. That no one claimed the body? That nobody claimed the body. More yeah. than anything, I wish that happened. She deserves to be claimed. No. You don't deserve she to She deserves to be, like, burned and put in a black box and yeah. let sat there forever. It's really sad and i honestly so they both got convicted um but they weren't given the death penalty because the circumstances were unusual but gypsy got convicted she got 10 years that's Mm -hmm. uh, yeah her sentence but i don't think she should have been put in jail dude yeah like maybe five years or i guess she she committed a crime but it's like she went through a life of abuse and neglect. Twenty and however so many, many other, years, you know. Yeah, like where the fuck was Rod or her grandparents? Literally. Like why didn't anyone suspect anything? Like no one yeah. was an advocate for this child. Which then, like, if you want to put this this girl in jail for that long, okay, start charging people around them for child neglect. Like literally, this this is a, not a result of her her doing. This is a result of her environment and the people around her. It's so desperate. Like, yeah. that is an act of desperation. Literally. Truly. Massive so, desperation. Yeah. And after her attorney obtained her medical records from Louisiana, when they were trying to obtain a plea bargain for second-degree murder, they were astonished to find out how undernourished Gypsy was. She had gained 14 pounds in the county jail. In contrast, most people who go to jail lose weight when mm. they go to jail. But she was gaining weight. That's how undernourished she was. That's insane. She gained 14 pounds. So in July 2015, she accepted the plea bargain and was sentenced to 10 years. And Gudajan still faced the more severe charge because the prosecutors contended that he initiated the murder plot. And both he and Gypsy agreed that he was the one who actually killed Didi. So her plea bargain did not uh, require her to testify against him, though. So it was just him on his own. She didn't have to testify against him. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty sick. They were not nicer to them, but kind of nicer to them. Good. Murderers. Rightfully so. (laughs) Yeah. In January 2017, his trial was postponed when they uh, requested a second psychiatric exam. His lawyers contended that he had an intelligence quotient of 82 and is on the autism spectrum, suggesting that he has diminished capacity. Um, interesting wording, however. In... (laughs) February 2019, he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder conviction, the only possible option since prosecutors had declined to seek the death penalty, which is good. Shouldn't be a penalty. Yeah, literally. In 2018, Gypsy said, I feel I'm more free in prison than living with my mom because now I'm allowed to just live like a normal woman. So Gypsy is now serving her 10-year sentence in Missouri's Chilcoth Correctional Center and did not talk to the media until after she made her plea. When she did, she told a BuzzFeed reporter that she had been able to search Munchausen syndrome by proxy on prison computers and her mom had every symptom. And she said that she, I think she would have been the perfect mom for someone who's actually sick. She believed Dee Dee's claims that she had cancer even though she could walk and eat solid foods, leading her to believe that the regular head shavings were necessary. And she always hoped that the doctors would see through the ruse, but she was frustrated that nobody did. Damn. Yeah. She also, she was asked if she was glad that her mother was dead. And she was like, I'm really not glad that she's dead, but I'm like very grateful to not be under her control anymore. Yeah. But all of her family was like, no, fuck that bitch. Like everyone else who was interviewed. Yeah, after hearing it, yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, no, I'm glad she's dead. Literally. And all of the resources she stole from these communities that actually need them, like the abuse to her daughter, not saying she deserved what she got, but it it definitely makes sense. She, she should have been the one who was going to jail. Literally. Like, in comparison, her crime ruined a life. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. Like, yes, yeah. they ended a life, but she ruined a life. And I wonder how Gypsy Rose is doing in jail. Like, I know prison therapists and stuff, and she's a high-profile case, so she's probably being treated really well in jail. But I'm just curious how her mental health and her processing these decades of trauma is going. Also, if you haven't been socialized with people your own age ever, that's that's really overwhelming. That's so overwhelming. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I hope that she's getting correct care. Yeah. 
and I hope that there's possibility of early parole for her just yeah. to get out because that's not a good environment. The prison industrial complex in and of itself is horrible, but it specifically targets people who need mental help and people who have been facing violent crimes from those mental help. They're just ostracized. Yeah. And just, it amplifies. And so I hope that it's not... She should have gone to a psychiatric facility, I feel like. Or, like, long-term inpatient therapy that would be like yeah because i think she she deserves so she needs recovery she needs help like that i can't imagine growing up my entire life being manipulated and gas lit and lied to and alone like there's so many yeah oof yeah there's this experiment where the scientist was studying loneliness and Mm. he took monkeys originally you experiment using just rats but it was like during world war ii he said i want to use monkeys to research this and mm-hmm. so he raised a monkey he took it away from its mom and gave it like two toys and one was kind of spiky and one was like really fuzzy mm-hmm. um and the monkey would always go to like the fuzzy one and then they took away the toys and left the monkey alone and then they made it get pregnant and have its own child and all the monkeys were really like reactionary and like would be abusive to their children oh really yeah so i wonder interesting huh. that translated onto humans i wonder if like maybe Dee Dee went through something that hurt her. her mom yeah and i also wonder what would happen if gypsy ever actually did as a kid kids uh, yeah because like solitude plus abuse yeah is like yeah. yeah especially if she's in not receiving proper help right now yeah which we don't know if she's not but yeah i don't have faith in the u.s prison system so yeah as expect oh and covid and covid <sighs> well oof three sentence summary three-sentence summary gypsy rose blanchard was raised by the abusive dd blanchard period she gaslit the entire world around her and received countless resources that should have been used for other communities and uh horrifically abused her daughter period the bitch got what she deserved Ah! and gypsy is wrongfully imprisoned period thank you brave Thank you. Wow. Well, thank you for joining us today, guys. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Yeah, today's a little bit of a longer one. Yeah, it's I kind of like longer. it. It's okay. Yeah. Do you like visiting with us? Yeah. Answer do you now. Like, do you like coming here? Do you oh, come here you're often? So, you're so cute. Oh, you're oh, adorable. God, I love your outfit. Oh, I wish I could just smooch wow. you. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, you know well, where to find us. We are at Killer Kush Podcast on, on all Instagram, of Facebook, Twitter. Snapchat. Snap. YouTube. YouTube. Omingle. Omingle. Omegle. <laughs> or <laughs> Chatterbait. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> Go click that link down below to submit a sound for the week. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, please do it. Somebody, actually, will somebody from Europe please do it? We have some listeners in Europe now. Please do that. What sounds do you like? What do your European ears crave? It's like the song from Ratatouille. Oh. Feet, feet, foot, foot, feet, feet. Just thought we'd bid you farewell. Yeah. The way that we know how. And foot on three. One, two, three. Foot. foot.